This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. How can we parent our children in ways that lead to a lasting faith? Stay tuned to learn more about Sarah Cohen Johnson's new book, Teach Your Children Well, a step-by-step guide for family discipleship. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, 1 Kings, chapter 22, verses 29 through 40. The king of Israel and King Jehoshaphat of Judah attacked Ramoth-Gilead. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and then enter into the battle, but you wear your royal robes. So the king of Israel disguised himself and then entered into the battle. Now the king of Syria had ordered his 32 chariot commanders, do not fight common soldiers or high-ranking officers, fight only the king of Israel. When the chariot commanders saw Jehoshaphat, they said, he must be the king of Israel. So they turned and attacked him, but Jehoshaphat cried out. When the chariot commanders realized he was not the king of Israel, they turned away from him. Now an archer shot an arrow at random, and it struck the king of Israel down between the plates of his armor. The king ordered his charioteer, turn around and take me from the battle line because I'm wounded. While the battle raged throughout the day, the king stood propped up in his chariot opposite the Syrians. He died in the evening. The blood from the wound ran down into the bottom of the chariot. As the sun was setting, a cry went through the camp. Each one should return to his city and to his homeland. So the king died and was taken to Samaria where they buried him. They washed off the chariot at the pool of Samaria. Then the dogs licked his blood while the prostitutes bathed, in keeping with the Lord's message that he had spoken. The rest of the events of Ahab's reign, including a record of his accomplishments and how he built a luxurious palace and various cities, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the King of Israel. Ahab passed away. His son Ahaziah replaced him as king. Second Chronicles chapter 18, beginning at verse 9, through Second Chronicles chapter 19. Second Chronicles chapter 18, beginning at verse 9. Now the king of Israel and King Jehoshaphat of Judah were sitting on their respective thrones, dressed in their royal robes at the threshing floor at the entrance of the gate of Samaria. All the prophets were prophesying before them. Zedekiah, son of Canana, made iron horns and said, This is what the Lord says, With these you will gore Syria until they are destroyed. All the prophets were prophesying the same, saying, Attack Ramoth-Gilead. You will succeed. The Lord will hand it over to the king. 
Now the messenger who went to summon Micaiah said to him, Look, the prophets are in complete agreement that the king will succeed. Your words must agree with theirs. You must predict success. But Micaiah said, As certainly as the Lord lives, I will say what my God tells me to say. Micaiah came before the king, and the king asked him, Micaiah, should we attack Ramoth Gilead or not? He answered him, Attack. You will succeed. They will be handed over to you. The king said to him, How many times must I ask you solemnly? Promise in the name of the Lord, tell me only the truth. Micaiah replied, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains like sheep that have no shepherd. Then the Lord said, They have no master. They should go home in peace. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Didn't I tell you he does not prophesy prosperity for me, but disaster? Micaiah said, That being the case, listen to the Lord's message. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne with all the heavenly assembly standing on his right and on his left. The Lord said, Who will deceive King Ahab of Israel so he will attack Ramoth Gilead and die there? One said this, and another that. Then a spirit stepped forward and stood before the Lord. He said, I will deceive him. The Lord asked him how. He replied, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouths of all his prophets. The Lord said, deceive and overpower him. Go out and do as you have proposed. So now look, the Lord has placed a lying spirit in the mouths of all these prophets of yours, but the Lord has decreed disaster for you. Zedekiah, son of Canaan, approached, hit Micaiah on the jaw and said, which way did the Lord's spirit go when he went from me to speak to you? Micaiah replied, look, you will see in a day when you go into an inner room to hide. Then the king of Israel said, take Micaiah and return him to Ammon, the city official, and Joash, the king's son. Say, this is what the king says, put this man in prison. Give him only a little bread and water until I return safely. Micaiah said, if you really do return safely, then the Lord has not spoken through me. Then he added, take note, all you people. King of Israel and King Jehoshaphat of Judah attack Ramoth Gilead. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and then enter the battle, but you wear your royal attire. So the king of Israel disguised himself and they entered the battle. Now the king of Syria had ordered his chariot commanders, do not fight common soldiers or high-ranking officers, fight only the king of Israel. When the chariot commanders saw Jehoshaphat, they said, he must be the king of Israel. So they turned and attacked him, but Jehoshaphat cried out, the Lord helped him. God lured them away from him. When the chariot commanders realized that he was not the king of Israel, they turned away from him. Now an archer shot an arrow at random and it struck the king of Israel between the plates of his armor. The king ordered his charioteer, turn around and take me from the battle line for I am wounded. While the battle raged throughout the day, the king of Israel stood propped up in his chariot opposite the Syrians. He died in the evening as the sun was setting. Second Chronicles chapter 19 when King Jehoshaphat of Judah returned home safely to Jerusalem, the prophet Jehu, son of Hanani, confronted him. He said to King Jehoshaphat, Is it right to help the wicked and be an ally of those who oppose the Lord? Because you have done this, the Lord is angry with you. Nevertheless, you have done some good things. You removed the Asherah poles from the land and you were determined to follow God. Jehoshaphat appoints judges. Jehoshaphat lived in Jerusalem. He went out among the people of Beersheba to the hill country of Ephraim and encouraged them to follow the Lord God of their ancestors. He appointed judges throughout the land and in each of the fortified cities of Judah. He told the judges, be careful what you do, for you are not judging for men, but for the Lord, who will be with you when you make judicial decisions. Respect the Lord and make careful decisions, for the Lord our God disapproves of injustice, partiality, and bribery. In Jerusalem, Jehoshaphat appointed some Levites, priests, and Israelite family leaders to judge on behalf of the Lord and to settle disputes among the residents of Jerusalem. He commanded them, carry out your duties with respect for the Lord, with honesty and with pure motives. 
Whenever your countrymen who live in the cities bring a case before you, whether it involves a violent crime or other matters related to the law, commandments, rules, and regulations, warn them that they must not sin against the Lord. If you fail to do so, God will be angry with you and your colleagues. But if you obey, you will be free of guilt. Take note. Amariah, the chief priest, will oversee you in every matter pertaining to the Lord and Zebediah, son of Ishmael, the leader of the family of Judah, in every matter pertaining to the king. The Levites will serve as officials before you. Act courageously, and may the Lord be with those who do well. 1 Kings chapter 22, verses 51 through 53. Ahaziah's reign over Israel. In the seventeenth year of Jehoshaphat's reign over Judah, Ahab's son, Ahaziah, became king over Israel in Samaria. He ruled for two years over Israel. He did evil in the sight of the Lord and followed in the footsteps of his father and his mother. Like Jeroboam, son of Nebat, he encouraged Israel to sin. He worshipped and bowed down to Baal, angering the Lord God of Israel just as his father had done. New Testament reading. Mark chapter 14, verses 10 through 16. The plan to betray Jesus. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went to the chief priests to betray Jesus into their hands. When they heard this, they were delighted and promised to give him money. So Judas began looking for an opportunity to betray him. The Passover. Now on the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, when the Passover lamb is sacrificed, Jesus' disciples said to him, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He sent two of his disciples and told them, Go into the city and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him. Wherever he enters, tell the owner of the house, the teacher says, Where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, furnished and ready. Make preparations for us there. So the disciples left, went into the city, and found things just as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. Matthew chapter 26, verses 14 through 19. The plan to betray Jesus. Then one of the twelve, the one named Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What will you give me to betray him into your hands? So they set out thirty silver coins for him. From that time on, Judas began looking for an opportunity to betray him. The Passover Now on the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him. The teacher says, My time is near. I will observe the Passover with my disciples at your house. So the disciples did as Jesus had instructed them, and they prepared the Passover. Luke chapter 22, verses 3 through 13. Then Satan entered Judas, the one called Iscariot, who was one of the twelve. He went away and discussed with the chief priests and officers of the temple guard how he might betray Jesus, handing him over to them. They were delighted and arranged to give him money. So Judas agreed and began looking for an opportunity to betray Jesus when no crowd was present. The Passover. Then the day for the Feast of Unleavened Bread came, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare the Passover for us to eat. They said to him, Where do you want us to prepare it? He said to them, Listen, when you have entered the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him into the house that he enters, and tell the owner of the house, The teacher says to you, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large furnished room upstairs. Make preparations there. So they went and found things just as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover.
This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Father God, I thank you. Thank you, O God, for the spirit of truth. Just hearing, O God, from the Old Testament to the New, O Lord God, the way that the lying spirits that were in the prophets, O God, and the way that Satan entered into Judas, O God, so that he would carry out the evil plan and plot that he had to betray Jesus. God, I pray. I pray against the ways that Satan wants to sift us as wheat in the ways, oh God, particularly leaders can be used to do great evil, the ways that we can be lured away and deceived by Satan and want to seek to do things, oh God, out of our own selfish ambition and and greed, oh God. Um, I pray, oh God, because we know your word says it is the love of money that is the root of all evil. Would you help us to be content with what we have? Would you help us to love the truth? The people of God, the children of God, love what is true what is good, what is praiseworthy, what is honorable, oh God. Would you help us, oh God, this in age, oh God, with social media and so many people, with platforms, oh God, and great influence, oh Lord, for better or for worse. I pray, oh God, against those prophets with lying spirits, oh God, deceiving people and telling people that they can live any old kind of way and expect to dwell with you, the thrice holy God. You have called us to be holy just as you are holy. Would you help us? to speak what is true. And we know that the truth is often unpopular. Oh God, we see the way that Micaiah was punished for telling the truth, for prophesying what was true. Oh Lord, would you help us to love the truth above all else and seek to honor you as representatives of Christ, oh Lord God, no matter where we are in our station of life, would you help us to speak only what is true and to abhor lies, to abhor falsehood? Would you give us discernment to know uh, true prophets from false prophets, O God. Help us quicken our hearts, O God. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Sharpen our discernment and our wisdom, O Lord God, so that we can walk circumspectly, O Lord God, during these perilous and evil times, Lord. Be with us, Lord. Give us wisdom. Show us the way, O God. We know that Jesus Christ is the truth, the way, and the life. Help us, O God, to walk after him. I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Sarah Cohen Johnson, the author of Teach Your Children Well, believes that parental involvement is the most influential predictor of a child's spirituality throughout their lives. Sarah's book discusses how parents can have an active discipleship role in forming their children's faith and provides insights and strategies for children in different stages of life. This valuable resource, which includes exercises and activities that families can do together, can help parents disciple their children creatively and confidently. Get your copy of Teach Your Children Well today at ivpress.com and as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag get in the word and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. 
go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Yeah.